Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at the Dream Factory are simple. We discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one of those film ideas we will nominate. And we always remember to do that at the end of the podcast as a winner. And there's actually an, an additional step for the winner this week because once they've won... They'll then, in order to prove to us they are the actual winner, they'll have to navigate their way down a treacherous vertical ramp with no handrail, and then at the bottom, drink a glass of water with one hand. It can't be done. No human could do it. I'm Joel, a man who puts the art in Stella Artois, and across from me is John Harris, a man who has just started a campaign for all statues in Britain to be replaced with those little cars you put 20p in and ride, usually outside a co-op. Hello, John. Hello. I think it'll bring joy to the masses, that. I just don't... I, it seems like a... They'll be queuing around the block. Yeah. I think so. Uh, and the money, we'll, we'll put it to a good cause. Win, win, win. Everyone's having a great time. The good cause being my cars outside of supermarkets company. <laughs> the best cause um hey john yeah imagine if you were in the pr for stella artois what a nightmare wait what's happened what well it, all the guys all the rioting guys oh uh, they yeah. love stella so much and stella the money stella stella spent marketing to make itself a cool sexy european beer yeah what's the point mm. what's the point i'm about to fully reverse their fortunes right now because i quite like a stella so there you mm. go lads i also hey. like it what about that cider they made a few years ago? It was actually really nice. Cider. Remember that? Mm. I remember it. Yeah. Anyway, before we do some films, can we can we just let the listener know that we are incredibly low on film ideas? So rather than doing it at the end, I want to I want to front load with a request. If you listen to this episode, send us a fucking movie idea. Please help, 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 help. Hey, speaking of scraping the barrel, here's one from Martin. Stranger than stranger than fiction. <laughs> The person narrating to Will Ferrell in the film was actually being told what to do by a narrator. <laughs> so I can't really remember that film. It, it's it's not Will Ferrell narrating himself. It's a, th- a different person. It's like someone writing a book or something. Or okay, and everything they write or narrate, he it happens to him. I think, and he sort of fights against it. I've never seen it, but isn't it supposed to be one of his good ones? 
Yeah, there's like, so you've got like your sun dancing, like very quirky films, and then you've got like your mainstream comedies, and then you've got these ones that are slightly in the middle, like that, and like mm-hmm. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, that I just, commit guys, I either go full mainstream or go full yeah, quirk. 100%, completely agree. So this one's going full quirk, I think, because it's taking a middle of the road quirk and adding quite an additional meta layer of quirk where the narrator from the film is being narrated to. And the good thing about this is the potential for sequels. <laughs> exactly. Endless. The narration will never stop. Um, how do you think you get on? You sort of, everyone does sort of narrate their own lives, don't they? If it was a different voice to my own internal monologue, if it was, if it was a notably different voice, um, I think I'd struggle. It's so long as it's like not like, you know, if it's like Morgan Freeman or something, I'd probably just become a better person. Yeah, definitely. Do you ever think in French, given that you're half French? No. Well, so I have done, and it is... Oh, what was it like? <laughs> it, it, well, it is possible, but at the same time, like, it's kind of like... like Obviously, other people who, who have, you know, who are in Subway multilingual might correct me, but as far as I'm concerned, thought is more abstract than language a lot of the time. So, like... Yeah. I don't know you know it's not like but yes i have i have thought in like i have thought in french i've not like dreamt in french or anything like that like some people would say but yeah i think thought is way like you know if if you smell a bad smell you don't think oh that is a bad smell you just feel the feeling sacre bleu (laughs) (laughs) if you smell a bad smell yeah of course of course yeah that's interesting when someone speaks french to you do you imagine those words i don't know i don't understand how it all works i don't translate it inside my own head into english no no that's crazy, man. That's so crazy. Because you just know what it is. Yeah. Bloody hell. What a great chat. <laughs> um, hey, I'm fascinated. I'm very jealous. Um, what about this one from Morgan? Return of the Living Dead. A librarian slash mad scientist gets annoyed when people don't bring back her undead subjects on time. That's good. That's good. So why would you take one out? So I was I have actually been thinking about this too much already, which isn't which isn't the rules of this show. We're supposed to come in, you know. Um, yeah. I was thinking, you know, like you can donate your bodies to science. I can and I have. Maybe maybe there's like a plate, there's like a specific morgue of bodies that are donated to science. And so this this protagonist, she works at that morgue and that is the library for bodies. And then the reason she gets annoyed that it's not been brought back is because it's come back to life. So this isn't a library for zombies. It's actually a library for bodies. Oh, right. And then a zombie outbreak happens. And so maybe she... And so a zombie, a zombie outbreak happens and her main concern is she's running low on a cadaver supply. Exactly. And so that's the fun. That's where the fun comes in is that her main... You know, the world is ending and there are zombies everywhere. But her main concern is to get this one body back to her library. And she becomes that is like good. A- Maybe it could be like a famous body. Yes. Everyone wants it. So she's been hiring it out at, you know, an extremely high cost rate. Maybe it's like a super genius. Yeah. And she wants to get the super genius brain back. But everyone's trying to destroy the brain because it's a zombie. Perfect. There you go. Bish, yeah. bash, bosh. That's great. And it beco- and, and the super genius, it, it is become a zombie first because the size of your brain or the way that your brain has worked in your life means that you're quicker to activate into zombie mode or something excellent so it's, it's geniuses first <laughs> it's just a load of really smart zombies against a load of thick idiots exactly i like that i'm into that the donating your body thing are you gonna do it Not put you on the spot there mate <laughs> what to science no i i mean the organ donation thing yeah and i'm happy that yeah. it is now opt out rather than opt in 
which makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't think I'd specifically give it for science. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with my body, but I don't feel like it should be studied for science. What could they learn from you anyway? Nothing. You know? No. On the organ donation thing, people are always really weird about the eyes, aren't they? That's what everyone always talks about. Yes. People, you're always hearing people say, oh, they can have anything, but not my eyes. Well, why is that? I don't know. Maybe they're worried that you, you know, you donate the eyes to some horrible person or something, and they, you just have to live another life. And then, what if they opt for organ donation and they pass away, and then that gets so the eyes are now put in a third person that is also really bad, and then I, they're okay, being narrated by Will Ferrell. Here's a question, John: Would you rather give your eyes or your hands to a murderer? <laughs> That is a that's one of the great questions. <laughs> so we'll do, a, do a, let us know. <laughs> or we'll do, we'll do a Twitter poll. <laughs> I haven't tweeted from that account in ages because I just feel with everything happening, us going, isn't it funny how film titles look silly? Isn't worth it. But yeah, we can we can reactivate the account for that poll. I think it's I think it's worthwhile. You haven't given me an answer yet. Uh, eyes probably what about you oh okay so you've made it really easy for them to do their killing if they can see their victims (laughs) you don't get many blind murderers (laughs) but you also don't get many murderers without hands (laughs) I admit (laughs) I wonder so this person has lost their eyes and their hands in a a mad accident can't even begin to imagine what that would be and they can only have one donation because that's how it works (laughs) And it has to be from you. So they're going to pick your eyes or your hands. And would it be easier to kill someone with no eyes but hands or with eyes no hands? It's got to be hands, isn't it? One of each. There we go. Next question. You'd give them one of each. You've made their life so easy. You bastard. No, I was playing the role um, of the killer. Are they, both on the, are they both on the same side? I don't know why it makes a difference. Uh, yeah, in my head, they were for some reason. But it is a good question. I'm not sure why that is relevant. I but, think I think hands is... Is, I, I would give my eyes. That's right. Okay. Because they're not going to have any hands. What they have, they're going to kill someone. Well, no, if this isn't even a film idea. I don't know what's happening. No, hey, all right. Let, let, me, um, let me move on to my next film idea. Uh, <laughs> this one comes from Peter. It's hands or eyes. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And it says here, John Harris has to decide whether to give his hands or eyes to a serial killer. Wow, that's weird. That is so... Unbelievable um, quiz yeah, that it's there. I'd love to watch that. Imagine if that was the first thing everyone saw back at the cinema. <laughs> a film called Hands or Eyes. <laughs> it feels like it's part of like the Saw franchise, doesn't it? Like, Yeah. Imagine if Saw was spelled S-O-R-E. It'd be more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because everyone gets really hurt when they're doing those horrible tasks. Ow! <laughs> Eesh! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and they're like, all the challenges in the rooms are just like, you get grazes on your knees and stuff. <laughs> it's just a really low, it's space, yeah. Little Jigsaw's like, I'm going to bend your finger back for three minutes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I've got a paper cut! <laughs> Saw seven. I think. <laughs> this time we're pinching. All right, listener, that is your goal, is to come up with something better than what we just did then, Saw. So, good luck. Good luck. Something better than hands or eyes. <laughs> uh, what about hey, the- what about this one from okay. Tom? Whoa! Hold your horses. 
which you couldn't do if you didn't have any hands. Or eyes. Or <laughs> I'm so hey. sorry. This all, I feel I feel like we're upsetting people by saying all this stuff. Anyway, hey, how how about this one from Tom? Four leaf clover field. A giant leprechaun <laughs> is wreaking havoc over Dublin. <laughs> Love it. Excellent. Great. Yeah. It's about time we had some giant leprechauns. Enormous cultural stereotypes. We can take that to multiple countries. Mythological stereotypical creatures would be good, actually. I can't think of many others. What? Yeah. Are there any mythological creatures that are so of a country like that? Mm, good question. Tweet John. us. <laughs> uh, right. Giant leprechaun takes over Dublin. So from, from what I don't know a lot about the, the myth or lore of the old leprechaun. He's, I assume he's looking for a big pot of gold somewhere. And someone's stolen his pot of gold. Great. And so he's, hey, here's what it is. So Google have their offices in Dublin, right? Yeah. And they've not been paying their taxes, which means that the pot of gold has slowly disappeared because it's actually a public funded pot of gold. And due to cutbacks, Ireland have had to get rid of their great big pot of gold. Oh, good one. Because there's no tax money. And so a giant leprechaun stomps on the Google building. Perfect. <laughs> 90 minutes. John, don't you think it's mad? Don't you think it's mad that it's the biggest city in Europe? No, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> it, no, it's crazy. What do you think the biggest city in Europe is? Because it's Dublin. Do you know that? Do you know why? John, we both worked for a company where the manager would frequently do that joke. Because it's always Dublin. <laughs> many moons ago. Did we? Yeah. Not the same time. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, he, he would do the joke at different times. <laughs> He'd take the manager would take us into a separate room one at a time, like it was <laughs> like an appraisal. John, what's the biggest city in Europe? <laughs> I don't know. Do you count Turkey as Europe? It's Dublin. What about this one from Matthew? The life of quacking. It's just lots of ducks. Well, I so it's I assume it's the life aquatic, but with ducks, right? Yeah, but instead of underwater, it happens on the surface. So the ducks come to the surface. I haven't seen The Life Aquatic, and I googled the synopsis, and it's while working on a documentary, Steve Zizou, Steve Zizou's partner gets killed under mysterious circumstances by a shark. How mysterious circumstances is being killed by a shark? Yeah, sharks don't do really anything shady. <laughs> They're pretty binary, right? You know, if a shark's killing you, it's not someone hasn't paid it off. <laughs> You don't see sharks just hungry. round corners, like sneaking and looking. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. The shark's not part of some wider organisation. Dressed up as a different fish at first. Anyway. Uh, I, I revealed to you recently, John, that my nickname was Shark for a long time. Yeah. Which is it's funny because it's also your biggest fear. And it wasn't because it's your biggest fear. No. We, so we did a live show many moons ago in a different iteration of the podcast. And we did a screening of the film Ghost Shark. No, it was. It wasn't Ghost Sand Shark. Shark, Raiders of the Lost Shark. No, it's it was Jurassic Shark. Shark. Jurassic Shark. Um, I'm friends with the director of that on Facebook, <laughs> and I interviewed him for that live show, and it was a weird half an hour. Anyway, I dressed up as a shark for the live show, and my that's where I met my girlfriend. Now, you know that I've been with for years and years and years, and uh, she was with her friends, and they called me Shark in their WhatsApp group for ages afterwards. That's the coolest I've ever been. Yeah, because you were dressed as a... You were basically like the the, the shark next to Katy Perry at the half-time game. It wasn't entirely cool. Yeah, but no, if it doesn't... You don't know that. If you just thought... If you were just looking over the shoulder at someone's WhatsApp message and everyone was talking about this guy, shark, you think, bloody hell. He's the coolest guy around. Not because I was wearing, 
you know, a onesie with a big shark head on it. <laughs> yeah, I think shark is a name that I wouldn't want it. I, it's a name you have to live up to. Yeah, true. I felt I really felt weighed down by it. So, right. Anyway, so life of quacking ducks go on a hunt for a shark that's killed another duck. I guess Does that work. Yeah. Did no, you... someone gets someone gets killed in mysterious circumstances by a load of ducks. <laughs> Now, I can see ducks can be sneaky. No, that's swans. Hmm. And geese. I just think... Don't... Look, John, I've had enough of this. Don't throw ducks in with the geese and the swans. They're shady fuckers. Geese and swan, you can't... You cannot... I've always said this. You cannot turn your back on a goose. You can't, because you'll turn back round. It's like those things in that Doctor Who episode where if you blink, they get closer. Turn your back on a goose, it's coming for you. You have to be... You have to be... You have to have your wits about you, don't you, when there's a goose nearby or a swan. Whereas a duck, what, a little mallard, that's not going to attack you. Absolutely. Serene. Why is the why is the one thing that everyone knows about swans, the fact that, that they're strong enough to break your arm? They're strong enough to break your arm and the queen controls them all. <laughs> yeah. She sends out signals. One or day, signets, I can't remember. <laughs> one day she's going to send them all on us and we'll all have one broken arm. Or I. <laughs> Very good. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh dear, what about this one from Tony? Cabin in the Woo. The Wu-Tang Clan's tour bus breaks down and have to take refuge in the cabin in the woods, while the ghost of Old Dirty Bastard hunts them down and kills them one at a time. Oh, that's great. Just a good, that is good. Just a good idea. And also, Ghostface Killer is the name of somebody who's going to have to. He's going to have to fulfil his name. Amazing. And the the one of them is it the RZA? He's well into his martial arts movies and has directed yep. one, so he's probably good. I think this is a goer. And the big twist, like at the end of Cabin in the Woods, is that there's actually none of the members of Wu Tang Clan because quite often they'll do gigs, won't they? And people don't really know which ones <laughs> from Wu Tang are actually there. That's like quite a common thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it turns out none of them are really there. And it's just, you know, people they've sent along to do the gig. In my head, Wu-Tang Clan, like every time they do a gig, like some of them will be like, 
I'm going to send them my hype man instead or like yeah yeah and I just like imagine if they they had scheduled it badly and all had sent hype mans one night and so the songs <laughs> are playing and there's just people shouting the ends of each line but not the rest of the rap <laughs> I'd love it just, that'd be good just nine men shouting the ends of lines <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a really good image in my head anyway uh, what about this one from Alex Midsummer Night's Dream Donkey Heads Dancing and Death yeah, I think they're both equally mad. So here's a confession. I've not seen Midsommar, but my girlfriend watched it on a plane next to me. I and think you discussed little, this, yeah. I'd have a little glimpse over and it was scary enough then. Mm. So that's enough for me. Yeah, I still haven't that's watched how I'd, That's how I'd like to consume all horror film. No sound, tiny screen. I can look at it maybe once every 20 minutes for a second. Miles in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Going through horrible turbulence, <laughs> eating some sort of insane reheated bit of tomato. There's no food that tastes like airplane food. Uh, are we really doing this? Yep. What about airplane <laughs> food? <laughs> they have to make it extra salty because your taste buds are all messed up. That's why apparently tomato juice tastes really good on a plane and not really on the, the ground. Is that true? Mm. I'm 90% that's sure that's having... true. If you're hearing this right now, listener, in the interim, I will have che- fact-checked what I've just said and made sure that it's fine to leave in the episode. So if you're hearing it, it's true. Yeah, you wouldn't want to get cancelled for... Lying oh. about how delicious tomato juice is at certain altitudes. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm an authority on food, and I don't want to get get in trouble or you know distrusted. Hey, should we do our own film ideas? Here's my own film idea: District Takeshi Six Nine. The rapper Takeshi Six Nine is an alien, and he didn't really go to jail. He went to Area Fifty Two or District Nine or whatever it is in the film <laughs> for testing. Great. Yeah. He's got a he's got an incredible. He's got an incredibly weird vibe, even outside of the heinous allegations against him. Um, it's one of the it's one of the weirdest vibes. Yeah, I don't really know what what the brand is, what the Takeshi brand is. Well, Joel, you know me and you, we're pretty clued up on the world of kind of SoundCloud rap and emo rappers and stuff. So we're very big time, big time. <laughs> hey, what about Lil Xan? There's one for you. There hmm? we go. But that's yeah, just, that's just one. That's just one of three <laughs> names that I know. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was just an extension of that kind of world, wasn't it? So it's like, it's almost like, you know, after emo, there came scene, which was like the emo aesthetic, but colourful. That's kind of... It is that. So there you yeah. go. Um, yeah, great. He gets tested on. I don't know. I don't know enough about the the 6 9 story to even get involved. But um, so I feel, I feel terrifyingly on Finn Ice just even saying his name. He is a certifiable bad dude and I reckon within two years the controversy and scandal section of his Wikipedia will be longer than the music bit. <laughs> uh, pretty much. That's the bit we click anyway. That's the bit we click anyway. Oh god, yeah, definitely. I love it when somebody's got a controversy sub bit in their Wikipedia. Oh yeah. There's The so- dream the dream is when it's a separate article. <laughs> You know when you go on Wikipedia and it, you're always like, click here for Coldplay's discography. Yeah. Because the discography is too big for a little drop down. Oh, my God. The day I find someone's controversy where it's like, click here for their separate... I'll, I'll take the day off work. Strap in. I've got some controversies to read. The Wikipedia controversy tab is probably the one that gets the most uh, traffic, I'd say, on that website. I'd love to know if that's true. I'm all over it. Well... On that, what's your favourite controversy you found on Wikipedia? Let oh, us know on Twitter. Great question, great question. 
There you go. Two questions. Hands or eyes? And favourite Wikipedia controversies. Right. Here's my movie idea before we all lose it. Uh, PC gone mad. A personal computer loses it. (laughs) What can it do? I don't know. Sends angry emails. (laughs) Who to, John? Uh, I don't really... You're like... What could it do? You're, you're using your computer. A lovely, normal family are using their computer and then suddenly it's ordering weird stuff off the internet. Getting it that delivered. little paper clip's telling them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're trying to close a program and it's like, nah, we're keeping this one open, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I've, had, I've had computers like that. <laughs> um, oh, that's a fun bit to end on there, John. Well done. Thanks for coming along. No worries. Thanks for having please, me. Please, please send us your film ideas, Dream Factory Podcast on Twitter. We, God, do we need them? Please, bloody please. hell, do we need them? Did you hear now that? more than ever? We need you. Hey, we'll be back after this. Well done, John. Congratulations, Joel, on another episode. <laughs> I thought you said some good stuff. Thank you. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought I said some good stuff too. <laughs> I thought you said some good <laughs> stuff too. Uh, Thanks, man. Any any fun stuff from your week? Anything to update me on? Any? There's so little to update you on. I'm yeah? actually starting to worry about it quite a lot. Yeah, that that I haven't watched anything good. I haven't seen anything good. I've just been playing Call of Duty all the time. Oh, mate. Help. 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 Has anyone done Call, I... Call of Booty? No comment. <laughs> It's all the soldiers. They're normal. They've just got enormous asses. Oh, good. I wonder how that would help. <laughs> Big target. Yeah. But you could like jump. You could probably jump out of windows and land on it and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. The, the swings and roundabouts. Power drop or whatever it's called would be easier. What about you, John? What have you been up to? Uh, went to another thing yesterday. Oh. Black Lives Matter thing that is. This one had like speeches and speakers and stuff, so you could hear, which was good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've been reading some stuff, if you want some recommendations. I'd love it. I'm reading this. I'm reading a, a Beano comic. annual. For the listener, John's picked up a Beano annual. No, um, I, it, what is it? To be fair, it is a comic. It's called Ironheart. Yeah. It's about when Riri Williams takes over the kind of Iron Man mantle from Iron Man. And nice. I, I thought ahead of, you know, now I'm a big I'm a big Marvel movie nerd, but not really. I don't know the comics, and I thought I might as well get ahead of what they'll inevitably do in the future. So I thought... yeah. And then I'm reading this. I, I, I'm sat on my bed, so they're beside my bed. I haven't like. It seems like I'm doing show and tell. Little show and tell. Yeah, like there we go. That's called Stories of Your Life and Others by Ted Chang. It's uh, the guy who wrote um, Arrival. It's lots of short stories by him. Oh, cool. I'm just on the, currently on the one that Arrival's based on. And I watched Ooh. the De Five Bloods. Did you watch The Five Bloods? Oh, I'm watching that this evening. Oh, enjoy. There we go. That it's worth your time if you're listening, um, and also Joe, but you've already planned to watch it. So. I'm not. I'm not listening. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, you know, sooner or later we'll have to do one of these episodes in a garden or something. Hands or eyes. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener